Welcome to Travel First with Alex First. With everything closed on New Year's Day, my wife and my third full day in St. Petersburg, the front office staff member I spoke with at the Courtyard by Marriott St. Petersburg Pushkin Hotel, where we were staying for five nights, proved to be a godsend. First up, he was extremely friendly and knowledgeable. And secondly, he mapped out a special walking tour for us that would see us take in sites that regular tourists may not be privy to. Loved it. The 273-room Marriott St. Petersburg Pushkin Hotel is situated in the historic part of St. Petersburg. And as such, we walked from our hotel to beautiful Yusupov Palace, first built around 1776 and reconstructed in the 1830s when the Yusupovs acquired it. They were a Russian noble family, renowned for their immense wealth, philanthropy and arts collection in the 18th and 19th centuries. Next stop was the awe-inspiring, golden-domed, neoclassical St Isaac's Cathedral, the largest Russian Orthodox cathedral in the city. During World War II, the dome was painted over in grey to avoid attracting attention from enemy aircraft. St Isaac's, built between 1818 and 1858 on the orders of Tsar Alexander I, was actually the fourth church on the site where it's located. In close proximity to St Isaac's is a statue of a bronze horseman, being Peter the Great. A most impressive work, which sits atop an enormous stone, it was commissioned by Catherine the Great and created by a French sculptor. We wandered past the Admiralty Building, the former headquarters of the Admiralty Board and the Imperial Russian Navy, now HQ for the Russian Navy. It was rebuilt in the 19th century to support the Tsar's maritime ambitions. It features a gilded spire topped by a golden weather vane in the shape of a small sail warship and is one of the city's most conspicuous landmarks. You're listening to Travel First with Alex First. The stunning blue and white Smolny Cathedral was originally intended to be the central church of a monastery built to house the daughter of Peter the Great, whose name was Elizabeth, after she wasn't allowed to take the throne and opted instead to become a nun. However, as soon as her imperial predecessor was overthrown during a coup carried out by the royal guards, Elizabeth decided to forget the whole idea of a stern monastic life and happily accepted the offer of the Russian throne. It's undoubtedly one of the architectural masterpieces of Italian architect Rastrelli. He also created the Winter Palace, a spectacular green and white three-storey marvel of Baroque architecture that from the 1760s was the main residence of Russian czars. He also created many other major St. Petersburg landmarks. In fact, architecturally, this city is one of the most spectacular places on the face of the earth. We walked more than 20 kilometres on our stroll through the city and we couldn't have done it on a better day. The streets were all but clear, as I dare say many were taking it easy after joyous celebrations to mark the new year the night before, stretching well into the wee small hours. I can attest to the fact that fireworks were still going off after two in the morning. 
The Russians sure love their crackers. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.